You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Welcome, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. I want to welcome you to a magnificent Monday. We got a great lineup for y'all today. Of course, you guys know I'm always excited when I get to start the show with my guy, Big O, so he'll be at the top, got some things to cover. And then I'll be talking to Chandra Hart and Marcus Wright. They are in the building. We're going to be talking about SCAR, which is a whole training service for dogs for protection of women. I can't wait to dive into that. And also, we've got a Northwest dog trainer in the building. So we're going to get into all things dogs later on in the show. And I'm really excited because it's my first time talking about pets. So uh, it'll be really great to dive in with Chandra and Marcus. But of course, this is the top of the show. So it's a great time to tag and share the stream. Please tag and share the stream with folks you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. Don't worry if you can't watch us. We got you covered. You can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network and The Day with Trey. Y'all will find me there. Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, you name it. I told y'all drop me more of these podcast platforms you love because we're on over 200 plus platforms. So shout out to the teams making that happen. But of course, you guys, it's all always a magnificent day when Big O drops in right here in my living room set. What up, Big O? Trey Holiday. <laughs> what's happening, man? Hey, what's going on? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's good to see you. It's good to see you always. You know, it's it's definitely been a, a rough and tumble turbulent last few weeks, and it's really good to actually just be back here on set. Um, and you know, chopping it up with you. And you, you know, you mentioned dogs. You know, our our director Curtis Delgado. He's a cute, so he'll tell you ain't nothing but the dog in him anyway. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. That's a different kind of dog, Curtis. We'll have to talk about that. I love it. I love it absolutely. But we got something to celebrate today, right? All right. Today is Julia Jesse's birthday. Oh, happy there birthday, Jules. Is. Oh, happy, happy birthday, man. She is celebrating a lot these days, uh, clearly. Man. So we get to sit here and celebrate with you. What's up, girl? Julia got a whole lot going on. It's like a baby on the way, got engaged, yeah. birthday. It's like a power weekend for her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so congratulations to, to Julia and Rodney. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We saw a whole engagement un- un- unravel there on social media. And of course, um, the the baby is due what in in January yeah. and somebody and man Julia just looks fantastic, doesn't she? Yeah, she really does. You know what she's doing though? She's showing how you can keep yourself in the gym even when you're pregnant. She's really putting me to shame. I'll tell you that because I'm like I don't even have no baby on the way and I got all the excuses. Oh, I got to move those excuses stop out the way, post, man. Stop posting no all excuses. that, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> no excuses like your sweatshirt says. <laughs> but you know what's really dope is it was. 10, 12, man, it was um, 10 years ago, at least, that me and Julia Jesse, Julia Jesse had just graduated from Norfolk State University. Big shout out, behold the green and gold. And I was working over in Dar es Salaam, Tanzania. And, you know, our families had kind of known each other and everything else. And Julia was like, yo, man. And I think she was in San Diego at the time. She was like, man, I'm looking for something new or whatever. 
and worked it out. And Julia came over there to Tanzania and we worked together for a few years. We worked uh, with, with Heineken. We worked with Coca-Cola, with E.T. Salah, with Moet Hennessy, with so many different brands. And so it's crazy to see Julia over the last decade. I've been able to see her grow and blossom. And man, is she just blooming right now? Yeah, the, the thing is, is that I love about Jules, she really puts her all into her work. And I know you experienced that over the continent. I get to experience that on her work here with us at Converge Media. Also, she's our, you know, one of our queens here. So we got to give it up to Hello. our political queen in the building. But, you know, she really puts her all into stuff. She does extensive research, man. And I've watched her behind the scenes do her thing. And it's such an honor, uh, uh, you know, to be her friend, to know her and to celebrate her on her day. Happy birthday, Jules. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, you know, uh, we're getting uh, coverage too. It looks like, you know, when we were out there at the Paramount, it was a huge deal, not just for us here at Converge, but for the city as a whole. I want to say thank you so much to Lauren Bray. Shout out to South Seattle Emerald. We have a little clip here, but they did cover this and it was a great interview with Lauren. Uh, She is a a up and coming journalist doing her thing and I've been able to be interviewed by her a couple of times. I just want to give her a personal shout out. Thank you so much for giving us some shine as we were there at the Paramount. She's like, look, it was a, it was a few days ago, but I want to dive deep. And so we really did. We had a really great conversation. Though. Right. And I think this is also a great example. You know, a lot of times people look at black media in this city and I always think that we competing against each other. You know what I'm saying? And that's very much not the case. Like, you know, we 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 do stuff down here where, where Rainier Avenue Radio yeah. converges over there on the Emerald and everything else. And this is just a, another example of black media across the city uplifting other black media. So big shout out and thank you to the South Seattle Emerald. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, also, too, it looks like Molly Moons is stepping up to the plate when it comes to Devon Pickett. Tell us more about this, though. Yeah, so big shout out to Molly Moons. Molly Moons actually partnered with Converge uh, earlier this year when we did Reconciliation Tour, when we went down south. So Molly Moons, man, this is a good look for the for the Pickett family. It's like they donating 10% of uh, the proceeds there from of every purchase from the Capitol Hill, Columbia City, and Madrona shops this week. So you know it's it's, it's Seattle, right? So any other city, you'd be like, oh, it's cold ice cream, man. You know we we rock with the ice cream no matter what. The lines still be around the corner and everything else. So let's be intentional this this week. You know what I'm saying? Stop by Molly Moons, and the best thing about Molly Moons is like, man, they always been with it as far as is support and supporting community and supporting our community. And so this isn't anything new, but it is definitely something special and it's very intentional to be supportive of the pickets. You know what? This is really just showcasing the outpouring of love that can happen when you are really in bed in your community. Devon really was and his whole family is even still. And it's just a beautiful thing to get that level of recognition in terms of so many people donating, but also Molly Moon's recognizing, you know, what he was to community and doing this amazing effort. looks like we got to get to Molly Moon's this week, though. Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, what you doing after the show? Right. <laughs> Ice cream, there. top of the day. Absolutely. Well, uh, Omari, thank you, because you're always so busy. You always got so much going on. I appreciate it when you can stop over here on the day with Trey. You know, you're always welcome. Come on, man. Anything for Bayana. 
Much love. We'll see you next time. Okay. <laughs> All you guys, of course, it's always great. And it's going to continue to be great because up next, we have a dynamic duo in the building. Chandra Hart is going to be joining us up next after this short break. And so is Marcus Wright. We got both of them that are coming up. They're going to be telling us about their joint ventures, um, about SCAR. We're going to be hearing about that and also about the Northwest Dog Trender. You guys stay tuned right after this short break. You're watching The Day with Trey. Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday, And y'all saw it right there. Nutcracker is going to be on and popping. I forgot. I might have to bring back the phrase we had last year because it was it was really great. It was like the nutcracking. That's what it was. It was nutcracking. Yes, absolutely. So it's going to be nutcracking once again. Make sure you guys get your tickets. It's running November 25th through December 27th, ending on my glorious birthday. So make sure you guys get, get your tickets today. But of course, right now, I'm really excited because we got Chandra and Marcus in the building. What's up, y'all? Hey, we've been trying to get this on the books for a while, and I know that Mondays are best for you, so I'm so glad we made it finally work. Chandra, tell us again about who you are and what you do. So um, my name is Chandra, and um, basically this is new for me, um, getting into this. I got into doing dogs and being around dogs on accident when I was going through a lot and I realized they were companions. And not only that, as women and single women out here, um, things can get really scary for us. And um, I realized having a dog, a big scary dog, <laughs> that could really help us um, with dangerous people out there. Mm -hmm. um, so I created a couple programs that we're in process of making right now to help women rebuild themselves and um, basically put these dogs in place for women for protection. Um, not only that, Marcus is coming in place to help train these dogs up and getting them to women who are dealing with domestic violence or any type of mental, you know, anything that they might have going on. You know, kids alone are a lot to deal with. And so, you know, having a dog that can just help in any type of way, especially out there, you know, even going to the grocery store, you know, you see people out and about and it could be scary you know you don't know what someone's thinking or you're trying to protect your kids so having these dogs in place can really just um, impact a lot and help women well it's amazing that you're bringing your lived experience into something where you were like this is benefiting me how could it benefit other women uh, Marcus tell us a bit about your your background because I know you're you're what Northwest dog trainer right <laughs> yeah. but but tell us a bit about what got you into it and, and give us a, a lay of the land from the beginning of course, absolutely. Um, honestly, for me, it's probably the same thing where it kind of was by accident. Um, pretty early on uh, in my childhood, I kind of got attached to dogs. Like that was kind of when I was going through things. Um, my relationship with my dog kind of helped me through a lot of different experiences. Um, and that's where kind of the affinity or the passion for animals kind of came about. Uh, I continued forward. I started to get under other people and, and get mentors to come. Um, I ended up Starting this training facility about three years ago, um, just south of Seattle. Um, and even when I started, I didn't I didn't intend for it to grow to what it's grown to. Um, I really just wanted to go in there and work with my dogs. And one by one, people kept coming and it kind of just turned into something that I wasn't prepared for at the moment. Um, and so 
we just pour all of our feelings and our heart into what we're doing with these dogs. So Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know much about dogs, right? And so like this is really is phenomenal to me to know that in our backyard right here, we have a black dog trainer, right? Like, I mean, I, I in my mind, I can only imagine that you must be like an anomaly in the city, maybe <laughs> one of the only ones or one of the ones that's like out there yeah. and really promoting yourself. Is that right? I know a couple of them. Okay. Uh, actually one of my one of my mentors, Bob Smith, he's in the Tacoma area. Um, he's almost 80 years old. He's been training dogs for a long time. He's probably one of the first people that I got together with and started learning from. Um, I also have a couple of close friends that are also, they're black as well, that work with dogs. And so there's not many of us. And I know as a child or g- growing up, I never realized that I could even you know be a dog trainer or make that a career because there was nobody out there that looked like me that was training dogs. Um, and so knowing that, and being where we are today, I do try to make sure that I, I push that out there so that other people coming up that are interested in dogs, that they understand that they can do that as well if they want to. Now, is this something that you just learn as a practice? I mean, is there actual formal training for this? Tell us more about how you got kind of certified to do this work. Yeah, my, a lot of mine was hands-on experience with different mentors. Um, once I started gravitating towards it, like I said, Bob Smith was my first mentor. And then I kind of worked my way down the line and worked with some really, really good trainers in the area and trainers in California as well. Um, there are a couple of formal schools. There's not many that are close by, um, but there are opportunities for people out there to go out there and learn more about dogs. So in this regard, are you saying that you actually kind of open yourself up to be another mentor for people that are coming up and wanting to learn this? Absolutely. I think that's wow. really important to me. And it's kind of one of the things that drives me to continue to move forward every day um, because I know there's so many people out there that are looking to learn or they have a passion about animals and they don't know really where to go with that, which is kind of where I was at that age. Um, And so I want to just make sure that people realize that that opportunity is available to them. So, yeah, I mean, you know, Chandra, you've been, you know, talking about your lived experience with dogs and what got you kind of connected to Marcus, um, you know, in the beginning? How was that connection for both of y'all? So um, my son actually took a liking to Mastiffs, King Corsos, to be exact. Um, They can be, they're huge dogs. They look like Black Panthers. Um, They're scary. (laughs) Um, And so when my son got it, I was like, I don't know what to do with this dog. Um, And that's when Marcus came in place and realizing Marcus has a King Corso. So I was like, great. So I kind of just let him take my dog under his wing, which my dog's name is Scar. (laughs) Um, So that's where the name came above. And... um, yeah, I mean, you know, Marcus has kind of guided me through this. And then I realized, okay, these King Corsos are the number one family dog out there for a few reasons. Um, they're great with kids. I have a four-year-old, a nine-year-old, and a 10-year-old. They're great with all of the kids. Um, and then on top of it, they're very protective. So they won't let anything happen to my children or me if um, they are around. And that's what caught my my eye right away mm-hmm. <laughs> with that. So. Well, you know, that's where I start to get all the way mixed in because I'm like different <laughs> breeds and then, and then you know, they want to mix the breeds. I mean, there's a, like a lot going on with dogs, but also America is very prone to having dogs in their home, right? Mm-hmm. Like when you go to other countries, you know, when I was in Kenya, they're like, oh, our animals are here for jobs. Like they yeah. do a job, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the village or something. So it's not like, oh, you know, they're like, don't pet our 
you know, that's not what we're not here to do that. Right. But here, you know, dogs are in strollers. Dogs are in purses. Dogs are, you know what I mean? Dogs are everywhere. And this idea of dogs as a companion is something that's really settled here in America. It's like, it's like, you know, they say uh, dogs are a a man's best friend. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tell us a bit about how you guys have experienced that kind of litany, because when you talk about your services growing, Mm -hmm. it's obvious that they're needed. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I will say the culture with dogs have shifted so much just over the last 10 or 15 years. Because when I was a kid, when we had our first couple of dogs, my first dog never seen the inside of our house. Like my mom was like, the dog's going outside. (laughs) Wintertime, summertime, it didn't matter. He's under the carport. Like, um, and to go to now to where we are today, where you're right, like dogs are a part of people's homes and their families. Like they're integrated, like dogs have their own bed. For some people, their dogs sleep in their bed. Um, and just seeing that shift in the relationship has definitely made dog training much more needed, um, because trying to integrate an animal into your home like that with different family dynamics, you've got to have really good structure and discipline and there needs to be consistent communications in that relationship. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, how long does a service take? If somebody comes to you and you're, they're like, I don't, you know, this dog is untrained. I just got this dog. What does that process kind of look like? Walk us through that a bit. Uh, well, we start from square one um, and how long it takes really depends on where they want to go with their dog. I don't tell people what kind of goals they need to have with their dog because everybody has different ideas of what they think a good dog is. Um, some people want to be able to go hiking with their dog and have a good experience. Some people want to be able to go to Starbucks and be able to sit down and read a book with their dog. And so their their journeys look very different. Um, but we just really focus on the relationship building between the dog and the person and then also making sure that their communication is really clear. And that process might be a couple of months. It might be a year. Um, I've got people that have been training with me for almost two years. And it's not because they're not progressing. It's because as they meet one goal, now they have another goal. Now they want to you know, do things better or try to perfect different things with their dog. So it, it keeps it can keep going for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just so intrigued by this. So I want to I want to hear more about this. You're talking about services to protect women. Tell us what SCAR is and what it stands for. So SCAR stands for supporting, caring and rebuilding. So I'm coming up with a few programs right now that are also helping women with, you know, mental, their mental state um, mm-hmm. It's past dogs, it's past companions, it's past um, any protection. Um, I really want to get some stuff in place. When I was going through a divorce, I went through a lot. I went through depression. I went through um, just a lot of mixed emotions. And if, and that's when I got my dog and it helped me a lot. I got me out the house because I had to walk. It got me out of the house because I had to go get him dog food. It um, it got me moving. And once I realized that, I noticed, okay, he's starting to become a real companion. He sits at my front door pretty much all day long waiting for someone to come in. Um, he really does guard my family. And um, that's what I love about him so much. And he's caring. You know, he's not aggress- aggressive in any type of way. Um, he's very friendly, but he also knows... Um, you know, to protect. And that's what I like about him. Um, like I said, there's a lot of scary stuff that goes on in this world. And um, he's in the back of my truck most of the day too. If I'm, if I'm in my truck, he's in my truck. And it's great because I feel really safe. Mm-hmm. So women that are going through domestic violence, you know, might not have an out, you know, the, you know, the, the number one thing that women get when they are dealing with domestic violence are guns. And sometimes that's not the best option. You know, maybe they just need the dog or just, um, you know, there's Mm -hmm. just different protection levels that 
can come with these dogs that I'm going to be providing. So, okay, I want to make sure I understand it too. And for the audience, when somebody wants to come to SCAR, do they come with a dog they already have? Do you guys help people find dogs? We will provide the dogs. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. We will provide the dogs. Um, I have that going right now where we will put dogs in place for women. This is a phenomenal idea, honestly. I mean, and, you know, there's so many different levels of what protection looks like for somebody, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's also a personal thing when you're talking about, you know, not giving the goal for yeah. a dog owner to know, okay, no, they come and they tell you and then they work with you through whatever the goal is. Mm -hmm. It's the same in terms of protection. So this being another option for people who are finding that they need those kinds of options, they need something additional mm -hmm. uh, for that, that level of protection is really phenomenal. Uh, you know, in terms of where you guys want to take this partnership, I mean, this is the beginning. This is exciting because you already are established as a dog trainer. Yeah. You clearly are bringing your lived experience to this mm -hmm. venture. Tell me a little bit about what you guys are really hoping for and hoping the community, how they resonate with what you guys are going to bring. I'll start with you, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. Um, honestly, I'm just looking to, because that relationship with the dog is so important to me, um, and honestly, community is really important to us as well. Um, I just see this as an opportunity for people that need that type of help, um, people that are going through different traumatic experiences to really just have somewhere to turn to because not everybody has that support system, whether it be family or friends, or maybe they don't realize that they had a support system. And so having a companion that they can kind of work through those things with, um, I think it's, it's tremendously helpful for so many people um, to prevent them from going into depression or anything like that. Um, so really, I'm just looking to, to try to help as many people as possible. Um, I mean, she has the idea for the woman thing. Um, we've got some other ideas too that I think will be helpful for people that anybody that's going through a traumatic experience. And so that's where we're going with it for now. Yeah. I mean, well, we know uh, dogs provide different layers of protection and comfort. Um, I think about, you know, uh, companion dogs, you know, sometimes mm -hmm. through certain services, people say, no, what you need is you need a companion dog, right? Sure. And so there's a lot of different ways that dogs are now in our homes. Uh, when you think about some of the goals, you know, tell us a bit about what you're really hoping for in terms of this new venture. So when I had my kink company, the community backed me up 110%. Um, and I'm hoping that they'll do the same with this. Um, mm -hmm. I wanted to get into something that I could help in the community more than what I was doing before. So, um, and I'm noticing now that I'm a single woman out here that there's a lot of me there's a lot of us out there yeah. and um, that needs support that maybe just need a friend or, you know, like I'm, I want to come up with a group of women that this is past um, just getting a puppy or getting a dog. It's, it's, um, it's a, it's a sisterhood and we all support each other and we're all here <laughs> to lean on each other when we're having a bad day or, you know, whatever. Um, that's really what I want to, I want to make it a, more than just a brand. I want to make it a supportive group yeah. for women. A real community. Yeah. Nice. Well, it sounds like both of you guys are in on this thing 100%, 10 toes down. I absolutely think it's uh, something that's so phenomenal and it's cutting edge. You know, mm -hmm. when you can find a great niche, you can almost oftentimes there's a market for it. Yeah. And they were just waiting for the opportunity to exist, mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, understanding that this could be like a one-stop shop. Okay, you're going to get a dog. You're going to get a puppy. It's going to have training. It's mm -hmm. going to be trained to protect you and your family. That's all 
one thing. I can come to one service for that. So I don't have to go to multiple places or the burden then isn't on that woman, right? To be like, man, I'm not feeling safe. It's like, no, I get to utilize this as an opportunity. I want to make sure we give you guys some time to look right there in the camera. Let folks know how to connect with you. I'll start with you, Chandra. You look right there at that one right there. That's you guys' camera at the the one closest to me. (laughs) Okay. So you can find me on Instagram at Chandra underscore heart of gold. Um, or yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a Facebook. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook and it's at the Northwest dog trainer. Um, uh, we also have a website, which is www.nwdogtrainers.com. Um, yeah. Right on. Right on. You guys, thank you so much for joining me today. This is really great to know that y'all are partnering, that y'all are out here and really willing and ready to serve community. Thank you guys. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. (laughs) Wow. Who would have known that there was such a market? I'm telling you, I think this thing is going to blow up. Uh, You guys, I get to wrap up this show right after this short break. Stay tuned. You're watching The David Trey. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME and a housing counselor stepped in, talked to our lender and saved our home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHalf.org. That's WashingtonHAF.org. Welcome back, everybody, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. What a great episode today. Got to give a huge shout out to the big O for being on the set with me. It's always great to have him here talking about all the great things going on in community. Make sure you guys do stop by this week and support Molly Moons. 10% of those proceeds this week will be going to the Divine Pickett family. So make sure you guys stop over there. Also, you guys saw it right there. Get your tickets for Jagged Little Pill. That's Atlanta. Morissette's musical. So it looks like it's going to be a fun time. I've heard great things about this show. Make sure you guys get your tickets. And I just want to say thank you to Chandra Hart and Marcus Wright for being in the building. They are going on an amazing journey together and bringing community along. If you are a woman out there who knows that, look, I need some protection. I need some help. Maybe I need a companion dog. I need a dog to protect my family. Make sure you you guys reach out to them. They are doing this joint venture together uh, with Scar and the Northwest Dog Trainer partnering to make this happen for families. So please check that out. Check them out and support their effort here. It, it's something that is needed. But of course, for me, y'all know I was inspired. I mean, you have somebody who said, look, I went through some things personally and I found comfort in my family dog who protects us. You know, now I want to give that comfort to others who maybe in similar positions that I was in. When I tell you that people find all of the ways to bring their lived experience to become a part of the solution, that's the nugget right there, the golden gem. Make sure you guys are inspired and see yourself as a part of the solution as Chandra and Marcus have. Well, I want to thank y'all for watching today. I get to have another great episode coming at you tomorrow. And until then at 11 a.m., Peace. Converge Media.
Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.